Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Pro football full circle. Circling. Oh, look out. Gronkowski didn't have the angle. Welcome to Pro Football Full Circle. I'm Scott Wetzel sitting in for Joe Lisi, who's out to on assignment, as the industry used to say, as I date myself. Alongside is George Kurtz, as we'll take it right up until 1 o'clock Eastern time, talking NFL in mode, and we have a lot to talk about. Uh, Bills and Eagles get in. Colts, Chargers, and Raiders win, and they'll be in. Antonio Brown is out of his mind. Uh, Packers are number one. Deja vu all over again. Colts, Raiders give the boys the ve- uh, the boys in Vegas the finger. Uh, where are those offensive linemen fans now? And we'll get to all those stories, plus preview tonight's uh, Cleveland-Pittsburgh Monday Night Football game. What's going on, George? How are you on this uh, Monday afternoon here on the East Coast? I'm good. I'm good. Right, getting a little snow here on the East Coast as well here, supposedly. Our first of the year, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, you're right. Tonight, a little disappointing, though. This game actually doesn't mean much other than Ben's last game in Pittsburgh. Again, for Ben, good riddance. Yeah, I'm Love, love playing on the teams, uh, George, believe it or not, that end up not having to play for anything like Cleveland does. You know, they thought heading into yesterday they had a shot, but the way things worked out, they were eliminated. And I know most people like to bet against those, hence that line going from Cleveland favored by three to now Pittsburgh favored by two and a half, three, depending on, you know, where and when you do your shopping. And I like playing on those teams because of the line movement. And, and believe it or not, these guys are prepared all week to play. And I know there's a little bit of a letdown, but I think they take out their frustrations on the following game but that all said knowing it's big ben's you know more than likely last game that's how they're viewing this uh, in pittsburgh boy i i have find it hard to believe the steelers won't come out and uh beat uh, cleveland and we all know his numbers against ohio teams are so great anyway so i, I really on initial surface i love pittsburgh tonight yeah, I'm with you. I think they will be a letdown by Cleveland. No, they're, uh, in my mind, maybe the most disappointing team in the NFL, but we expected from them this season. Not that uh, not that they were really going to the Super Bowl, but they would certainly make the playoffs, probably win the division, you know, or at least compete for it, and then to be done in Week 17. Disappointing. Now we're going to have the Baker Mayfield mess all offseason long. Is he a franchise quarterback? Is he our franchise quarterback? What do we do? We already had Beckham during the season here. So uh, not a lot of easy things going on in Cleveland. 
Yeah, no, if they, they thought they rid themselves of, uh, you know, the Bengals have kind of rid themselves of the Bungles, and we thought maybe the Browns had rid themselves, uh, but, you know, of the Marvin Lewis days, but it, it doesn't, you know, they're Hugh Jackson days, rather. Uh, it, it doesn't, they're right back into this suit. Boy, we got so many storylines to get to today. Great performance by Joe Burrow. You know, where are all those people that said that the, the Bungles should have drafted an offensive lineman now? What a bunch of mopes. We got a bunch of teams clinching yesterday. We got a couple of other that put themselves in a position to clinch. Uh, we got the emotional win by the Raiders to get to. But, you know, you have to really lead the program off with uh, goofy Antonio Brown. What what a just an absolute mess. I guess the story today, George, is that uh, his ankles were bothering him as they have over the preceding three, four weeks. And that's why he didn't go in the game. I doubt very much that he uh, made that aware for, or made the coaches aware of that. I don't, you know, I, I don't get the sense that uh, Bruce and said, okay, go in the game, and then Brown said, no, my ankles are hurting, and, and I'm sorry, so I'm going to kick you off the team. I, I, you know, I doubt very much. It sounds like that's a hindsight 2020. He's just bonkers. I, I have zero, zero sympathy for his. You know, when we say people are nuts, we do it on the premise that they're really not, but they just act stupid. I don't know about Antonio Brown. I mean, I think he's legitimately nuts. I mean, I don't know what, you know, he, he has no business being in a football uniform. He's bonkers. He just is. You know, Scott, you and I are the same, uh, around the same age. We've been watching football forever. I have never seen that. I don't think I've ever seen that in any sport, where a guy just literally walk, throws his uniform away and just walks out during the game. Uh, and if his ankles were bothering him, suddenly it looked like it as he was going off, right? Running off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, hopping up and down. Limp there. I didn't <laughs> yeah. see a limp. Yeah. You know, what I've, I've never seen something like that, Scott. Never seen that. Of course, it's the, the PR machine isn't working now to try and cover uh, his butt, see if he can get another job there in the NFL. But uh, what? I mean, you can't be surprised. Right? He melted down with Pittsburgh, melted down with the Raiders. Uh, I wouldn't say he melted down with the Patriots, but they got rid of him before he could melt down. And how many chances have given Tampa Bay? Arians looks like an ass out of all this because he's oh, yeah. those two, three times. Even though we all know it was Brady who was sort of demanding that he play. And Brady looks bad out of this, too. They all look terrible. But that's the NFL for you. They'll let you get away with anything if they think they, they, uh, you can help them win. Yeah, and I'd like to say, or not necessarily like to say, but, I, you know, I'm thinking, all right, this is it, last chance, no one's going to give him a shot, but you never know. It's, it's the NFL, George, you know, he can still perform. We saw how well he played last year. We saw him play the big role that he played for for Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. You know, would there be some goofy head coach out there, you know, that, that in the thick of things right now, I mean, you put him on a team, you know, that they think that they're the coach's son. Uh, you know, the, the, the uh, Seahawks come to mind, but obviously they're out of it. You'd have to find a team that, you know, how good would he look in an Indianapolis Colts uniform with Jonathan Taylor in the back? You know, there's a lot of teams that he would fit in. Where's the team that's going to give him the shot? But I, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, I really, I, nothing would surprise me in the NFL as far as these guys getting opportunities to play. So, yeah, I, I've never seen anything like that on a football field. You know, NBA, I, I probably, if I thought hard enough, I could probably come up with a Derek Coleman, uh, you know, situation where, yeah, I, I'm not playing, you know. So, yeah, in the NBA, I, I can imagine that happening before, but not, not NFL. It's just goofy. So, lot to get to. We'll get back into that. Joe Burrow's performance yesterday, nice win. Uh, the ugly performances by the Jets and the New York Giants. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um. To Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. Hey, welcome back to Pro Football Full Circle. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for Joe on this uh, Monday afternoon. Alongside is George Kurtz as we check out what's happening in the NFL. We'll run down all the games, all the storylines and everything. we got one hour to get to it all, George, so let's hop right to it. You know, I'm just going to go in order uh, of not necessarily importance. I'll commit a radio sin here, but just an order that I have on my sheet. Oh, uh, by the way, that's just how it goes. Uh, but I will lead off with, with Cincinnati uh, beating Kansas City yesterday, 34-31. I, I got to tell you, this is Zach Taylor. Between him and the Bose, in uh, in San Diego, well, San Diego with the LA Chargers, I you know I, I don't think I've seen two more incompetent head coaches have as much success as they've had as these two guys. I don't know what the heck he was thinking of at the end of that game, go for it on fourth down when they kick the field goal and they go up by three, albeit with about forty seconds left. I get that, but you know when you've had four cracks at the one yard line and failed, and then you still are as stubborn as stubborn can be. And try it again on a fifth down because of a penalty. I mean, if they would have lost that game yesterday and then ultimately not make the playoffs, I would have had no problem whatsoever if Cincinnati would have fired the head coach. I, I, that, that was one of the dumbest. I know it worked out, so, you know, everything's all great. But that was one of the dumbest sequences I think I've seen a head coach do in the NFL. Oh, Scott, uh, Zach Taylor gets no love on this show. I mean, uh, Lisi absolutely hates him. I know Joe hates him. Yeah, he hates him. He's a Nebraska guy like me, so he he hates him back to his quarterback days, so... He, he hates a lot of, uh, of coaches. Not a big Fangio guy, Nagy. None of these guys are getting Christmas cards or Happy New Year calls from uh, Joe Lisi. Uh, Zach Taylor, uh, he... Uh, We've, there's quite a few coaches in the NFL. I mean, there's so many co- bad coaches in the NFL when you think about it. That all of them are going to be fired because some of them are on go- winning teams. I mean, Zach Taylor's not going to get fired. Staley's not going to get fired. McCarthy's not going to get fired. But they're all bad head coaches. You know, they're not all great at what they do. I think Zach Taylor does hold this team down. I think for a while this season, I, I bring up the San Fran game over and over again with Zach Taylor. The way to beat San Fran was throw the football. Yet he was running, 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 running through the first two and a half, three quarters. Uh, he starts to throw the ball once they're down. By 14, 17 points. They catch up. They tie the game. They go to overtime. What does he do? Runs the ball again. And you wonder why you lost the game. You know, so it's just uh, you have Burrow. You got Chase. You know, Boyd, Higgins, whatever. You got to throw the ball. 
That's where your, your bread's going to be buttered. Your money's made there. Throw the football. And sometimes it takes them a while to realize that. I understand you got Mixon, and you got a very good running back here, and you can use him. He, he'll never face an eight-man box, but establish the pass. Get Burrow into that comfort zone, and let's go. That's how your team is going to win. Yeah, I mean, a lot, lot of controversial stuff here, you know, that uh, you could debate. Kansas City, you know, uh, Cincinnati had it, uh, George. First and goal at the two-minute warning at the one-yard line. Now, they could have allowed them to score – thinking, well, they're going to score eventually. Why not to let them score from the one? And this way, we still have two minutes left, in essence, with Pat Mahomes and a couple of timeouts. But they don't. And, and you know, I don't necessarily have a big problem with it, but I, I kind of do. Uh, so that's that's question number one on Kansas City's part. Why didn't you just allow them to score from the one? Um, and then number two, the, the sequence, like I said. I mean, first and goal with the one, they run. Don't score. Second and goal from the one, they run. Don't score. Third and goal from the uh, from the one, they run. Don't score. Four, now, now it's down to 58 seconds, and Kansas City does not have any more timeouts. So if you kick the field goal there, you know, after the field goal and then the kickoff, Casey's getting the ball, you know, anywhere between 45 and then probably 50 seconds, right? But at least you got a three-point lead. Instead, they go for it on fourth down. They throw a pass. Uh, they get, they're fortunate to get a, uh, a hand-in-the-face penalty. That sets them up with a new set of downs, and then they're able to run out the clock and take a knee and, and everything else. But on that fourth, that you know, so it worked out. But I, I, I just, to me, that's crazy. And then I will tell you this, George. If, in fact, and I'm sure they're going to do MRIs and everything, that uh, play in which Joe Burrow got hurt was that fourth down play. If the guy kicks the field goal, they probably win the game anyway, and you got a quarterback who's healthy. Now, you, you know, you, you pray to the gods that uh, Joe Burrow didn't re-injure his knee, and this was actually the other knee. And he limped off, and he was, he was so bad that he couldn't do the final two plays, or at least the final one kneel down. So that tells me that that's a serious injury. I've seen a lot worse injuries from players uh, who have hindered themselves a little bit easier, you know, more than him kind of limping off the field. So I wouldn't rule out this being a serious injury. And if that's the case, then Zach Taylor really has got to question himself. Yeah, and I thought they should have kicked the field goal as well, especially, I mean, they had like 19 tries there. The first couple weren't going in. I had to kick the field goal. So I was texting with somebody saying, kick the I was using slightly stronger language. Kick the field goal already. It did work yeah. out for them. You got the hands in the face penalty. I thought KC, I, I, I thought the same as you. Like, 11 score touchdown. You got two minutes to get the ball back. Let Mahomes go down and tie the game. Right? That's the same thing. And then, uh, you know, it ended up working out, though, because if you take away the penalty, they would have had it, you know, about yeah. a little under a minute. So it would have worked out the same here. So I'm not going to blame Reed for that. We all know Andy Reed has issues, to put it nicely, with time management and what he should and shouldn't do there. So uh, it would have worked out. The hands that face penalty, what are you going to do? Uh, listen, I'll give this to the player who did it. He admitted it. He saw him go right away. Ah, me, my bad, I did it. You know, that sort of thing. So uh, I would have liked to have seen Casey get one last chance. It was an exciting game to watch, fun game. Those are the kind of games you don't want to end. Yeah. And how about Jamar Chase? I, I can't help but go back to all the people that criticized Cincinnati at draft time when they said, oh, take the offensive lineman, uh, Tanik Panay Sewell out of Oregon. You got to protect Joe Burrow. You know, he's coming off a major knee injury. And it's been, always been my philosophy, Joe, I'll create an offensive lineman. I'm not going to create a guy who can run a 4-3-40. You know, and you, you can't create speed. You can't create catching hands. You just can't. I'll create a fat offensive lineman to help me block. And, and this uh, Jamar Chase, I mean, holy crap. And then he thought about, you know, him sitting out last year at L. 
LSU hurting him, obviously that's thrown out the window as well. He, these two, I, I mean, just he's a rookie. I mean, a rookie. He's got 79 receptions, over 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, and you watch him play. It's like, uh, you know, men against boys, as the saying goes. I mean, he is just phenomenal. Uh, he's he's in another another class. He's in another. He's dangerous. If you're in the uh, yeah the AFC North, I almost said AFC Central. If you're in the AFC North, you're like, oh god, we got to deal with these two for the next god knows how many years. Yeah, that's fun. You know, uh, that, they're gonna be drafting guys to cover them. That's what's gonna be happening in the AFC uh, North now. You're gonna see Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, Baltimore have to draft cornerbacks to cover these guys, or else Cincinnati's gonna score yeah. thousand points every time they play you. Uh, we also, you know, Baltimore has no secondary. Pittsburgh defense wilted in the second half here. Cleveland probably has the players right now to stick with them somewhat, but uh, that's. It's a problem. As for drafting the offensive linemen, I'm not going to call people who said they should uh, morons. I mean, uh, that line was pretty good with Detroit. You know, they it may they may be a situation where they couldn't go wrong here, but they end up making the right choice because Burrow and Chase have that relationship already. And boy, like I said, uh, what was the problem he had in uh, preseason? Well, he there was no stripe on the ball, so he had trouble picking it up. Uh, that yeah, yeah, seems yeah. forever ago. Right yeah, now. that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, about that. Yeah, uh, by the way, Burrow. 971 yards and eight touchdowns in his last two games against Baltimore, which could make the playoffs, although probably won't, and uh, and Kansas City, which will make the playoffs. So against two, you know, good teams, we'll say. Almost 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> How about that? All right, Buffalo knocks it off Atlanta uh, 29-15. You know, Bills clinch a playoff spot for the fourth time in five years, George. Uh, Josh Allen runs for 81 yards, two touchdowns, but three more interceptions. You know, they were playing in snow, they had a two-score lead with about four minutes left to go. First half, they they are in the they blow that somehow or another, thanks to a couple of interceptions from uh, from Josh Allen. And Atlanta actually takes the lead. You know, they didn't cover the monster 14 towards uh, 14 point spread. You got to push, but this Buffalo team, it's just I don't know. There's there's something wrong with that offense. It's it's just you know 29 points. I get that, but this is not the team from last year. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of thinking it's going to come back. It, I don't think it will. I mean, their team, they sort of remind me of the Cowboys. You catch them on the right day, they're dangerous, but they're not right. consistent. You don't know what you're going to get game in, game out. Uh, I know it snowed yesterday, but I don't think that. This wasn't the win game against New England. They're like, oh, okay, all right, that was just, that was awful. You couldn't run your offense there. This wasn't that. You know, it was snowing. And you can could, you could play football in the snow. You can throw the ball in the snow. Uh, I think it was three straight possessions with a pick. You know, put Atlanta really back in this game. That's that's not good. And they had like what? Once again, they had like 19 tries inside the five yard line at one time too, and they took them forever to get in before Josh Allen finally ran it in. Like I said, they're not a team I would look forward to playing, but you know, KC's better. Cincinnati might be better as well here. It's gonna be interesting the AFC between those three teams. I don't think anybody else really has much of a shot. Yeah, I, I think the AFC is really just as bad as bad can be. It's amazing. All right, the uh, full fo uh, pro football full circle continues after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um... You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. And welcome back. Scott Wetzel sitting in for Joe. He'll be back tomorrow. Me and uh, George taking you right up until the top of the hour talking some NFLs. We run down all the games. We mentioned Cincinnati, KC, Buffalo, Atlanta. Uh, Raiders knock off the uh, Indianapolis Colts. George, 23-20, 33-yard field goal. And here's just the fickle fate of... Uh, you know, given uh, the, the boys in Vegas the finger, because literally it was the finger that prevented this game from going over. Got an over-under of 46, and uh, it is tied at 20. Raiders driving. They throw a pass uh, to Hunter Henry. Or excuse me, not to Hunter Henry, to um, uh, the kid from Clemson. He makes the catch, falls to the ground, gets up, runs into the end zone, touchdown. Extra point will make it 27-20 with 40 seconds left. However, the replay showed that the Colts defensive back just literally, and I mean literally, got his finger on the receiver's foot. And that meant he was actually down at the 20-yard line or so, unable to get up and run for the end zone. They end up kicking a field goal. They, they, you know, they run the final 40 seconds off the clock at the buzzer, 33-yarder. And the Raiders win 23-20. Ultimately, they still win the game. They still cover. But if you had the over at 46, 46 and a half, you're bumming today for sure. So, But the Raiders get a win, inspired win. Nothing better. And I'm not minimizing this. I just bring it up because we talk gambling here. I mentioned it. The LLs know that. Loyal listeners know. There is no better betting system in the world bar none than the death system you know when you have a sad death like we had with John Madden this week I, I know he hasn't coached the Raiders and in, in eons but uh, the Raiders are the one team maybe the Packers as well that, that loves to live into the history of things and they made darn sure those players knew about it and uh, I don't know if they would have won or not I didn't think they deserved to be a touchdown underdog to begin with but uh, they, they came through and I, and I, I thought the Raiders were going to win this game and they did 23-20 yeah, I thought the Raiders, I didn't think the Raiders would win, but I thought they'd cover. Yeah, I thought they'd cover there. I didn't think. Uh, I don't think Carson Wentz deserves to be a touchdown uh, favorite over anybody. Yeah, he's the starting right. quarterback. I mean, just, just not. Uh, he'll win some games, but it's not because of him. It's because of Jonathan Taylor and the team as a whole is good. But uh, he definitely uh, keeps holds them back. And they were in COVID hell all week as well. They had four fifths of the offensive line went down at one time. So uh, it was just hard to see, for me to see them blowing out a Raiders team that needed to win the game. And now this week we get Raiders charges Sunday night. That'll be a, more than likely a win-get-in scenario. Yeah, it is. Uh, winner gets in, the loser loser is out. New England uh, is in. They knock off Jacksonville 50-10. to 10. Mac Jones, you know, here's the difference between two rookie quarterbacks. And this is kind of like the lost story in Jacksonville, George, and with all the stuff going on with them with Urban Meyer. I get it. But Trevor Lawrence, three more interceptions, 14 for the season. He did have one touchdown pass. You know, he's got nine all season. 
Two in the last nine games. I mean, think about it. Two touchdown passes in nine games. I, I mean, he has been nothing short of atrocious. Mac Jones, on the other hand, he's got 18 touchdown passes after yesterday, only 12 interceptions. I mean, there's two rookie quarterbacks, uh, you know, one uh, more herald than the other. And, and Trevor Lawrence has been just awful as the Patriots win by 40. I'll tell you, whoever their next coach is, it's got to be a quarterback guru at this point. They don't have a choice. They got to get him on the right track. You cannot have your number one overall pick looking like a disaster. He looks like the worst of the quarterbacks right now. Right, Mac yep. Jones? Okay, game manager, but playing well. Uh, Justin Fields looks solid in a couple of appearances. Can't stay healthy, but he looks solid. Zach Wilson is at least progressing. It's slow progress, but he's progressing. All right, so, you know, it's, you got some issues here. You've got some issues here with Lawrence. It's, uh, it's got to be a quarterback guru in my mind or an offensive guy who brings in somebody to help with Lawrence because you've got to get this guy figured out. What a disaster this is turning out to be. Yeah, they're going to get the number one overall pick. It's amazing. Uh, they play the Colts next week. Here's the scenario. Colts need to beat Jacksonville in order to clinch that, in essence, final playoff spot with the uh, Raiders and Chargers squaring off for the other one. Uh, it's deja vu all over again in that uh, before you break this down as an automatic W for the Colts, know that the game is in Jacksonville. Know that the Colts were in the same spot last year. Same exact thing. They needed to beat Jacksonville. Final day of the regular season. That game was at home. They did win 28-14, but if you remember, that was a one-score game with four minutes left. And if you want to tell me Jacksonville was better, think again. Don't forget Jacksonville had the worst record in the NFL last year. Colts have lost six straight games on the road against Jacksonville. So it's it's it should be a W for the Colts, but it should have been last year a lot easier than it was. So those teams that still are holding out hope for the Colts to lose, you never know. You, you, you never know. Speaking of losers, uh, Giants get walloped by Chicago 29-3. What a I don't know which team. We live here in New York. I don't know which team is in more disarray. The Giants are Jets. Saquon Barkley did rush for 100-plus yards yesterday, 102 for the first time in a while. They fall to 4-12. Bears get their second straight win. After the game, Joe Judge uh, discussed with the media uh, how his team basically sucks, but that's okay. They're not quitting. You got to you know play the system. You got to believe in this, and you got to believe in that, and uh, trying to kind of rally the troops and, and give the Giant fans some hope. But I don't know. Two years, it's been nothing short of disastrous as the Giants lay another egg. 24 yards passing think think about this when you look at joe burrow mike glennon george six or four of 11 for 24 yards passing this guy played the whole game at quarterback i don't know if i've ever seen a quarterback throw for 24 yards playing the whole game wow are they bad they are just atrocious in today's nfl where everything's geared towards the passing game everything. yes yeah you're right and you you're doing that oh that that's that's awful uh, that press conference, I think that press conference may, uh, at the end of the game, may just force the Giants' hand here. I know they yeah. don't want to fire him, but I don't know if they have a choice anymore. Hey, that was a 20-minute rant he was going on. How, oh, if you're in the organization, you see the progress. Really? Where's his progress? I want to see yeah. this. And then uh, he, he tells everybody that, uh, oh, there's guy. I love this. There are guys who used to play first but are making more money elsewhere who, said, who called me and said they wish they could come back. Who are these players? Yeah, Who? Yeah. Bill Barnwell, by the way, if you go on his timeline, Bill Barnwell of ESPN did a breakdown, pretty much for proving this is a lie, that this this never happened. Because it's like when he breaks everything down for the players who were there, there's like 37 players, you know, then like 20 of them don't make more money, so they can't be knocked those oh, guys. Oh, really? You actually went to that late? Wow, that's pretty he, good. He, he goes to that late. It's fantastic. <laughs> it is fantastic. The only guy that we can come down to that maybe is Wayne Goldman. Maybe he's one of the guys. 
All right, that bill could come down to it. But it's like, this is obviously a lie. I mean, oh, my God. Too much just, uh, just stepping in it. Worst record since 2017 in the NFL, 22 and 58. The worst. Outgained in 13 of their 16 games this year. Uh, NFL offensive worst, 21 touchdowns on offense. I, I, they just they can't score. Uh, now they're going to bring Daniel Jones back. I don't know if they're bringing the GM back as well. You're right. That, you know, that was uh, one question yesterday, literally, and Joe Judge, the head coach, went off on an 11-minute rant about how you know the organization's headed in the right direction and everything you just said. I just Really, Joe? I mean... You're better off just keeping quiet. You know, Giants are a pretty loyal organization. They, you know, they won't fire you unless you give them a reason. And, and like, don't open your mouth and give them a reason. Just say we're trying, we're doing our best. We don't have our starting quarterback, and, and we got two guys that have no business being in an NFL uniform. What do you want me to tell you? You know, we, we can't move the ball. So 24, but that's an indictment on their offense. Like I, you and I could quarterback a team and throw for more than 24 yards. I'm sorry in the game that 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 tells me the offensive coordinator is clueless. And you know and that's what happens when you hire a special teams guy as your head coach. I mean he has no clue on offense. He's got no clue on defense. So you rely on your your offensive coordinator. They already fired Jason Garrett. That obviously wasn't the problem. What a mess. What a, what an absolute mess. Uh, Patriots not go up to Jags. We mentioned that. Next up on the docket, Chargers. Uh, beat up on the Denver Broncos. Speaking about head coaches being fired, Vic Fangio. Uh, if it was up to Joe Lisi, he would have been fired about uh, two years ago. But uh, <laughs> Chargers do win. They put themselves in a position. George, they beat the Raiders, or they beat the yeah the Raiders next week, and, and they're in the postseason. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, uh, I still I still can't get over how they lost to Houston last week. I can't. I, I just, yeah. How do you lose to a team that bad? And they had 14 players on COVID. How do you lose to them? Can't happen. Uh, they're, they're another team. I have no idea what they're going to uh, bring up week in, week out, how good they're going to be, how poor they're going to be. You just don't know what the charge is. The talent's there. We know they can't stop the run, but the talent is there. So uh, I don't know what the charge is. I've sort of given up on them. Very tough team to, to bet for them I am because I don't know what they're going to give me uh, week in and week out. But they destroyed the Broncos yesterday. And, yes, uh, Fangio is certainly not on uh, Joe's Christmas card list. He he will be gone. He should be gone. A lot of these guys are old school coaches who coach the old way, and that doesn't work in today's game. You need to adapt. And uh, very few coaches can do that here. So Fangio will be gone. They need a coach. They need a quarterback. It won't be Bridgewater. It won't be Luck. Uh, maybe maybe it's Rodgers. He does uh, he want to get out of Green Bay. Maybe it's Wilson. I don't think so. Uh, maybe it's Deshaun Watson. But, Joe, I'm a believer that one of the reasons why they traded Von Miller was to get extra picks so they could land one of these guys. Yeah. And, you know, and worst come the worst, it would be Jimmy G if San Francisco really wants to turn the page. I don't know. Boy, Elway can't find, you know, outside of Peyton Manning, he has been just uh, awful at picking quarterbacks. So, Philadelphia knocks off Washington. Good comeback win for the Eagles, 20-16. to Eagles clinch a playoff spot. Boy, I tell you, I never saw that. Come. With Jalen Hurts as the quarterback, Joe, or George, I didn't just, I didn't see this coming. And I thought Washington had a pretty good chance to win the game yesterday, which they did. But in, in the end, they throw a pick in the end zone. Uh, uh, Taylor Heineke, you know, bad pass, throwing in a double coverage. I get it, there's only 25 seconds left, but they had a chance to win after blowing an early lead. The Eagles come behind and they win the game. I can't believe Philadelphia's in a postseason. It's amazing. I don't think I'm all that surprised. Uh, I think Philadelphia, uh, listen, who would make it over when you think about uh, before the season? Minnesota, okay, they were probably a better team. Uh, we expected more from the Seahawks. Well, you know, yeah. the issues. After that, there's really nobody else that well, really should have gotten in. You know, so the, uh, the Eagles could be there. I'm not really super shocked they get in here. That being said, I'm wondering this, and this goes to the Cowboys too. I love the NFC; it's just not very good again. And both teams are going to get you know spanked 
in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think the Cowboys will get spanked, but they're probably going to play the Cardinals again. They don't match up well against them. The Eagles, I think, are going to lose to whoever they play, whether it's the Bucks or the Rams. You know, both NFC's teams here, you got two in, and then now you're going to get two out real quick. Yeah, and more than likely. You mentioned the Rams. We'll get to the Rams-Ravens game. We got Bucks, Jets to break down. Tennessee and our beloved Miami Dolphins, who laid a monster, monster egg yesterday. Oh, what an awful performance by, uh, by Miami as they get eliminated. All coming up right here, a pro football full circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Expert picks and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. All right, welcome back to Pro Football Full Circle. Scott Wetzel sitting in for uh, Joe. He'll be back tomorrow, uh, along with me, actually, uh, as George uh, and I rotate the uh, shifts with, with Joe. Uh, running down the NFL from yesterday, big, big day, obviously, so we're just taking it game by game. Uh, George Rams knock off the Ravens 20-19, to another team that was trailing for, for the most part. I'm not sure exactly how. Boy, all these people that just love Matthew Stafford. You know, we had a secondary. They got torched for nearly five, well, over 500 yards the week before, and somehow another Matthew Stafford uh, struggles to get the Rams a victory, but he does thanks to our old buddy Odell Beckham Jr., who comes up big on fourth down, and then the next play, he scores on a touchdown pass, already five touchdown passes, which I, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing, but I, I bet that eclipses his entire total uh, with the Cleveland Browns, so Rams win 20-19, to 19. they get to 12-4, and four. Ravens fall to 8-8, eight and eight. how about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, Ravens are uh, talking about a collapse at the end here. Their secondary went down, and they went down with it. Uh, Lamar Jackson's out. just hasn't worked out for them. You know, not not going to be uh, their year for them this year. They'll have to recuperate in the offseason to figure out where they're going to go here. The more important story is the Rams. They're going to the playoffs, but you're right. They're, they're sort of going despite Stafford right now. They've won their last two weeks, and they probably shouldn't have won either game. Probably should have lost to Minnesota. Probably should have lost to Baltimore yesterday as well. So they're winning despite him right now, which can be a sign of a good team. Right, it can be, but yeah. if he doesn't pick it up, they're not they're not going anywhere without a better yeah. quarterback right now. But they are, you know, they're likely they could be uh, back to back weeks against San Fran, or maybe they're going to play the Eagles first round. I think they take care of business either one. 
I would think so, too, uh, as well. So uh, Tennessee blows out Miami 34-3. Uh, they now have the number one seed in the AFC, although it's not clinched. They do clinch the AFC South due to the Titans. Uh, this thing was over from start to finish, George. I mentioned it all last week. Dolphins are the only team that had to play a road Monday night game and then on the road the following week. Now, we had Washington in that one week because of the, the coronavirus, you know, postponing a game, had to play Tuesday and then on the road the following week, and they got destroyed by Dallas. You know, so the Dolphins are doing the same thing, and they get destroyed yesterday by uh, Tennessee. It was raining. It wasn't great weather, but you know what? Both teams play in the rain. I don't know if that scheduling thing had anything to do with the fact that the Dolphins at the beginning of the year declined the bye after coming back from Europe, and that kind of screwed up the rest of the schedule. I don't know, but I'd like to have an explanation from the NFL as a Dolphin fan telling me why the Dolphins were the only team that had back-to-back -back road games on a short week. So, that said, two attacks was atrocious. Any goofy Dolphin fan, and I know a lot of them as a Dolphin myself, anybody drinking the two of Kool-Aid over the last seven weeks with him winning all these games, and I kept on telling people and now listen, I was the one that was holding on to that 30 plus to one ticket for them to make the postseason but I wasn't delusional, I said they're playing lousy teams, let's see when he plays a real team, he did yesterday, and he stunk, he's, he's not a starting NFL quarterback and he just isn't to me yeah, when you look at his arm strength, I kind of lean towards your way of thinking here. He doesn't have great arm strength with you, uh, which is really so perfect with your accuracy. He's got better weapons around him now, so that's not the excuse anymore. Yeah, they need a better run game, and that would certainly help. But, uh, you know, you're not always going to have perfect conditions around you. I know it rained yesterday, and that was bad for him. I think you're, you're thinking is this. Uh, I think he is a starting NFL quarterback as far as, I don't know if he's 32 better than him, but I don't think he's ever going to be above average. You know, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying he's average now. That's the issue. He's never going to be above an average. He's not. He's not never going to be an Aaron Rodgers or anybody anywhere near that. I don't know if he'll ever be a Dak Prescott, more or less anywhere that. So that's the problem. How, what's his upside, or is, it, is this his upside? Yeah, he's more of a game manager type. There, you need to build around him. Tough choice for the Dolphins. Listen, we saw at the uh, trade deadline, the owner there, he wanted Deshaun Watson, right? But yeah. he wanted over to everything to go away first, but all the charges to go away. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. All right, so uh, it wouldn't shock me at all if they're still in play for Watson. Come, uh, you know, once all these depositions go down in February, these, uh, these cases ever get solved, I think they will be in play. Yeah. He's supposedly one of the Dolphins that draft Justin Herbert as well. He might be the only hit, the only owner in the history of sports that wants things, but his GM says, I'm not doing them anyway, and the GM doesn't get fired. I mean, it, it's just it's remarkable. But, uh, yeah, it was a nice run. They made seven straight wins. They got the, you know, the juice flowing here a little bit, but I, I hope it ultimately doesn't mean that they want to count on him for next year because he's just not that good. Seattle blows out Detroit 51-29. Uh, nice effort by the, the uh, Seahawks. Uh, you know, uh, the one thing that maybe you could take out of this year for the Detroit Lions, maybe two, you know, I, I think they got themselves a little bit of a running back with, with the Andre Swift kind of elevated himself when he's healthy is one of the better running backs. And this uh, Monroe St. Brown, this wide receiver, um, you know, he's like to tell you what, another touchdown yesterday. He's pretty darn good that he's not bad. And, you know, George, I think they're using him a little bit like uh, San Fran uses uh, – um, um, oh, geez, what's his name? Uh, uh, just, um, eh, I'll tell you this. Yeah, Debo Samuel. Yeah, thank you. I'm getting a brain cramp here. Uh, Debo Samuel, in that 
you know, these running backs are turning into wide receivers, and the wide receivers are now turning into running backs. You know, they're handing the ball off to some of these wide receivers just to get them more touches, which I think is actually pretty smart. You know, that, that's been the one thing that these wide receivers are crying about, right? They don't want to touch the football five to seven times. They want to touch it 10 to 15 times. And if it means handing the ball off, as they did yesterday with Brown, you know what? Uh, more power to them in my eyes. Oh, I agree. Listen, you got someone who's, uh, who has a skill set, get the ball in their hands as much as possible. I don't care how. You want the ball in their hands. So I think what San Fran, what Shanahan's done with Debo has been fantastic. So, yeah, I'm all for that. If you have a dynamic player, you got to do what you got to do. They're the ones that are going to make game-breaking uh, plays here. And when you line these guys up in the backfield, it just changes the way defense have to attack them. You know, so or defense set up for them. So I like the, uh, I like the way they've done here as well. I think we're going to see more of it. Yep. Uh, Arizona beats Dallas 25-22. They improved to 11-5. Dallas drops to 11-5. Uh, key play, end of the game. Probably would have been ruled a fumble. Dallas didn't have any timeouts left, so they couldn't challenge. And uh, it's not uh, within two minutes, so it wasn't an automatic review. I've seen lesser plays get reviewed regardless, but they decided not to. They would have turned the ball over. Who knows if Dallas would have scored or not. I'm guessing they probably would have at least kicked a field goal, to tell you the truth. But, you know, ultimately the big picture is Dallas didn't play well in a game that they should have won. Oh, you're 100% correct. Right? Dallas came out flat again. You know, going into the week uh, with the Cowboys – when they're playing well, they're as dangerous as anybody. But you just don't know. Dak has just looked off again with his accuracy, his confidence, whatever it might be, just looked off. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Dak. I don't. Uh, it's been all season long. You were hoping as a Cowboy fan that last uh, week against Washington, when he blasted them, that he, that would carry over. It did not. They lose Gallup for the year with the ACL injury off a touchdown catch at that. Uh, what a shame. He's a free agent at the end of the year. You know, now he, I wow. have to sign a one-year make-good deal, and they go into free agency at the next season. So, uh, brutal loss all around for the Cowboys. They play what's pretty much a meaningless game against the Eagles on Saturday night. ESPN gets a cookie there because it's Dallas, so the ratings will be high. But it uh, doesn't mean much for Dallas. They can move up maybe one spot in the seedings here. But they're on a collision course. Odds are they're facing the Cardinals again in that wild card round. Uh, or if they don't place the Cardinals, then it'll just be the Rams. This is getting any easier with them either. But it's looking like Cowboys and Cardinals, round one, a repeat in Texas. How about that catch on the fake uh, punt by Arizona with that wide receiver? Boy, was that something? That was one of the greatest catches I have ever seen. I mean, that, 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 that was just phenomenal, wasn't it? Mind you, Tyree. Yeah, Tyree. Yeah, David Tyree. Mind yeah. you, Tyree. Yeah. Uh, it was really Even better. Too, so either way, they were getting the ball. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably just a, just a tad better, or, or at least really similar anyway. But it was the same type of thing. Ball against the defensive back of, of uh, Dallas, and it was falling to the ground. He was able to hold on to it so first down. But you're right, it would have been pass interference anyway. So that was a good gutsy win. And, you know, I, I had a thought, uh, George, that Arizona would play a little better. Um, you know, things went so bad their preceding game against Indianapolis. You know, Prater's a pretty good field goal kicker, misses a couple of field goals, penalties, this, that. You know, they just, it almost to me looked like they hit rock bottom. This was a moment of truth game. They would have lost this game and, you know, would have really sent them reeling. And, and I don't have a lot of faith in, in uh, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, but I did have enough in them yesterday. It just all the dominoes seemed to line up for a monster effort by Arizona. Yeah, and Arizona's always had something against Dallas. Uh, Kyler Murray is, what, 8-0 now in uh, Jerry's yeah. world there, so you know, he has no problems playing there. And he just, he just sort of knew the Cowboys would come up small here. I mean, if you're a Cowboy fan, either you're an optimist or a pessimist here. You know, if you're, like I said, the pessimist uh, points out everything we pointed out. Dak played poorly, poorly the defense played poorly. I mean, a lot of long drives here. They miss a... Uh, <coughs> excuse me, they miss a uh, field goal here. Uh, two fourth-down conversions, including the one you're talking about here. 
The Optimist points out everything that went wrong yesterday, yet they only lost by three points. And you put up the fact that they should have gotten the ball back. Uh, a lot of that's on McCarthy because, once again, you, that's why you have to have a timeout there. So you can review the play, yeah. but they should have gotten the ball back there. You make all those mistakes. The officiating wasn't great again. So, uh, you know, and you, you go, okay, we'll take them. We'll take our chance when we go, when we go back to, the, uh, to play them in the wild card round. But the most important thing with Dallas, they can't run the ball. They can't one, run the ball one little lick, not at all. Yeah, it's amazing with Ezekiel Elliott and power in the backfield. It, it, it's just it's remarkable. Uh, Green Bay last night beat up Minnesota 37-10. Matt LaFleur now head coach of the Packers, 39-9, best 48-game start in NFL history. Uh, they improved to 13-3. They clinched the number one seed now in the NFC, so next week's game for them is meaningless. Uh, Vikings fall to 7-9. They're eliminated from playoff contention, and another one of those head coaches that figures to get fired, Mike, Mike Zimmer, um, you know, in some ways I feel bad for him, George, and in other ways I say, boy, there's just too much talent on that team to be 7-9. and nine. I know Kirk Cousins sucks. I've never been a Kirk Cousins fan. I get that. But, boy, when you look at the wideouts and you look at the backfield, and I know injuries, but Madison's pretty good. Um, they should not be a 7-9 football team, and that's what they basically are every single year. I don't know what's going wrong because Zimmer's a pretty good head coach, but it just hasn't happened for them. I like Mike Zimmer, but he's stuck. He's stuck as old, once again, old time head coach. And too many times he's punting the football away and doing this, doing that. You wonder why you lose all these one score games. Now, last night you didn't have a, you didn't have a snowball's chance in hell last night, not with uh, Mannion and Mon. Yeah. And that comment oh. at the end of the game, actually, that comment actually made me laugh, by the way. Do you want to see uh, Mon next week? No, I've seen enough of him. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you didn't see the And then we got Chris Collinsworth last night saying, boy, it is Sean Mannion. He's pretty good. I got to tell like, again, you know, I generally like Collinsworth, but boy, these last few weeks, he has said some dumb things. I'm like, what game are you watching? I mean, how desperate are you to keep an audience? You're trying to sell us on this guy being good? You know, they had one first down in their first five possessions. What are you talking about? He's awful. Can't throw the ball for goodness sakes. He's telling me how good he is. And yeah, that, that was funny about the Mon comment, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what are they going to do? You know, the, the guy, it's strange. He played like the next to last. It's weird. It, it was 30... It was 30-3. to three. Vikings scored. If you didn't stay up to watch the end of the game, they scored to make it 30-10. to 10, And there's like three minutes Mondin. left, four minutes left. And then he puts Mondin, yeah. Then they get the ball back again, and and uh, then they, he puts Mannion back in. So it's like, well, yeah, apparently, apparently what Mannion was only about? out because of an injury. He had a hand injury. Oh. That's why he didn't, oh, he didn't okay, put okay. I, thought, I thought the same thing. You bring Mondin after the touchdown pass? How does that make Yeah, sense? yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he finally had some success, and now you're going to bench him? You know, talk about Pavlov's dogs going the wrong way. I mean, what, you know, what, what, what message are you sending? So, oh, okay. He should sign that center, again. though. That center who made that play up the uh, the deflected yeah, ball. That was, was great. Just like the immaculate reception. That was a yes. great play, man. He's, he's rumbling down the field. I was waiting for NBC to go give us that highlight. You know, they, they brought it up in the broadcast. Um, but, you know, if they would have been like a side-by-side, I mean, it was nearly identical. The center, if you, I you thought know, so got, too. ball was deflected, and he got it just like Franco Harris did, right? About a foot or so off the ground. Um, then he rumbled down if he didn't score a touchdown like Franco did, but he got it inside the red zone. So that, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it, it really to a was. It leads to the touchdown, right? They're their only touchdown. So not nearly enough, obviously, as 37-10 the Packers do win. All right, quick break. We'll wrap up shop. We'll just get an overview on what happened yesterday. You get some predictions for tonight's football game. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Last game for Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. Right here on football, pro football, full circle.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com You're listening to Pro Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and George Kurtz. All right, wrapping up shop here. Scott Wilson sitting in for Joe. He'll be back tomorrow. And uh, George here taking you right up until 1 o'clock. And then uh, George and I will be back at... uh, 2 o'clock Eastern time. Filling uh, in for uh, a couple of folks. Brian Blessing. So, uh, wrapping up shop yesterday, uh, George. Uh, you know, I'll just say, you know, my uh, my 33-1 to 1 ticket on the Cincinnati Bungles I gave out a few months back. Cha-ching, cha-ching. People laughed at me with that. The one with the Miami Dolphins, unfortunately, did not come through. But we gave it a nice little run. They went a little bit further than most people thought. Uh, it should be a great game next week. Chargers and Raiders. Uh, I, I think in the end, the Colts will find a way to win. Packers number one. And I, I got to tell you, after watching uh, Tampa Bay now struggle for a couple of weeks in a row, or at least two out of three weeks, I don't see anybody beating Green Bay in the NFC. You know, NFC's got some good teams, Rams, Arizona, Dallas, but you know what? Going into Lambeau, this just seems like the year. And what a way, you know, that really does pave the way for Aaron Rodgers to leave if he really wants to as well. So I I think Packers, in the end, I think the Packers are winning it all. I mean, once again, that's the way I would go as well. I mean, beating Green Bay and Green Bay is never easy. Tampa Bay did pull it off last year, although there were a couple of weird plays in that game that allowed them to. You know, that touchdown at the end of the half that never should have happened. Aaron Rodgers not running for that touchdown, which I think he would have gotten later in the game there. So, yeah, I think Green Bay is going to – this is their year. It'll be an interesting off-season storyline all year long. Win win or lose the Super Bowl, is Rodgers staying? Is he going? Where is he going? Yeah, what's going to happen, that sort of thing here. I'm as curious as anybody else there, what's going to go on there. I think they, I don't think they're a great team. I think they can be beaten pretty much by all the teams you uh, mentioned here, but it won't be easy. That's the thing. It won't be easy. You can double cover Adams. You can triple cover Adams. they got a two-pronged running game that's really good with Jones and Dylan. They just make it work. They just make it work there. I like Green Bay as well to go. Big Ben goes off tonight. One and a half uh, passes, uh, 22 completions, only 225 yards, 35-yard passing. You think Ben goes off tonight? Ah, uh, no, no. I think they're going to keep him in check, but they win the game. 
Wow, I love Ben's passing marks all tonight. Last game, oh, yeah, he's thrown for 350 yards. He is. All right, folks, have yourselves a great Monday right here on Pro Football Full Circle. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.